The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guest and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Catherine Zox Show. This informative and entertaining show will start your mornings off on the right foot. Here's your host, Catherine Zox, your social worker with the microphone. Welcome to the Catherine Zox Show. I am Catherine Zox, and my co-host is Lauren Beller-Blake. And good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining us this morning on VoiceAmericaVariety.com. How are you this morning, Lauren? Good morning, Catherine. I am well, ready for a good day. Good. Well, I, you know, before we got on the air, Lauren and I always have a chance, <clears throat> I'm coughing, to talk for a few minutes, and here we want an update on your lake in... Austin, Texas, and the weather is still 100 degrees plus, or what? I, I hear you haven't been out in a few days, a it's few been weeks. It's a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's been, I mean, we really are, this is definitely, I feel like it's definitely global warming at its best, you know, or worse. Or it's worse. Say. Worse, exactly. Yeah, we haven't, we're in such a drought, and you guys are getting so much rain, it's just, it's a little, I can't even imagine what the world will be like if it stays like this. The weather is chaotic. and it's Chaotic is a good word. And you know why? Did you read about that airlines, it was Continental yeah. Airlines that was flying from, uh, this was a couple of days ago, Rio de Janeiro to Texas, to Dallas. And this was, uh, what is, uh, I was going to say, a 767, and it was in, Oh, at least what four hours out, four hours out, or even more, flying over the Dominican Republic. They had such air turbulence at like thirty-eight thousand feet that twenty-six people were injured. This was all over the net. I mean, really injured. They had to land in Miami because of such horrific turbulence. I mean, people who didn't have their seatbelts on, uh, the ones who got hurt, they. Smashed their heads on the ceiling. Ugh. Four people were, I think, unconscious. It was horrendous. But I think that, Lauren, I think that has to do with global warming. Because I agree you're 38,000 you. feet in the air. And when we went to Buenos Aires, as you know, in June, the same thing happened. Not with such gravity, not with such turb, but it, we were up 36,000 feet in the air, about four hours out, and it was, you don't expect to have major turbulence at that point, and, and the we pirates did. don't either. So what do you think? I think that has to do with the air. You know, I agree with, with that. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, it's because it's hotter, I have a feeling it's hotter than normal or cooler than normal. Ugh, it's a little, you know, I don't know what we're going to do. It just, it really makes me stop and think about how we're taking care of our planet and the impact we have on it. Well, we're not taking care how of we're our not, planet. Well, how we need, like everything I do, I think about that. I'm, I'm beginning to think about it too more and more. Green planet, do something, and I feel guilty if I don't. And that's good because I think about it. And I'm, obviously I'm not going to be the only one. And it's like what you're saying too. You know, you really become more conscious of it. We have to do stuff about it. Well, what about this? This gunman who opened fire oh, on a... Oh, so sad. Well, you're bringing up all this hard news. But it's true, there's a lot of hard news today. On a fitness center and killed four people. I mean, you would think that you would be safe at a fitness center, wouldn't you? 
I know. What's with these people? What happened? Do you know what happened with that or who it I was? Don't, I don't. Well, I just oh. got a little glimpse of it this morning and my cable was out, so I didn't get a chance to check in on the news much yet today. But I just saw it briefly when the cable came back on. I know some guy, I, turn, I don't know, drunk and high, that's what I heard. Drunk and high. Well, I think he turned the gun on himself, whatever. He did. He oh, no, he dead. definitely did. Yeah. yeah. It's horrible. Well, here's some Do you have any stuff. good news? Coming up next. <laughs> coming up next, Lauren, is Kendra Ramirez. She's 35 years old. She's in business. She has a business partner. Um, let me see. Who's her business partner? She's going to be the one who's on the show. So that's who we're con- uh, Amy Fox is her business partner. And they started a company called... SellMoreStore.com. SellMoreStore? They've been in business themselves individually for the past, oh, since 2001. So, Lauren, they started this business, and what they're doing in their business is social networking, and they are, uh, they formed this partnership called SellMoreStore.com, and they give online courses that teach corporate sales and marketing teams how to use social networking tools to that's expand business. I mean, it's the sexiest topic there is right now. Yeah, so we're going we're sexy. We're going to be talking about it. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about it with Kendra Ramirez. Uh, she has the wrong number to call in, so hopefully she will call in because, anyway, I gave her a call earlier and gave it the right number. Maybe she's listening now. Who knows? But, all right, so do you have any good news? Well, you know, that's interesting. I've been thinking about that the past couple of days, that it seems like the good news is small and far and few between. Although I have good news, and that was the two women from North Korea are home. I love that story. I just was watching it, and I tears running down my face that they just are home. What a good, what a great, I mean, not a terrible story, but ending well, thank God. Yeah, because I really thought when that happened, that was it. They oh, weren't coming back. I guess so, too. I guess they all, how could you yeah. not have that in the back of your mind? But I, I really think, I, I've been thinking about them. There's something about her sister, Lord, as a, Lord, Lisa Ling, that um, I just love her. She's, she's probably my age, and I just feel like I relate well to her, so I've been following her on the Facebook and you know, she's been really working. That's her full-time job, that is, to get her sister home. And she did it. She got her home because got her home. countries. And I've been in several countries, lived in Colombia, lived in South America. I mean, Lauren, when you're in countries where there's no recourse, it's very frightening. I mean, it is very frightening. And I think most of us, most of Americans, don't have any insight into that. And all of you who are traveling abroad, let me just tell you, you go to countries where um, we don't have diplomatic relations with them, or we go to countries where there are dictatorships and there is no recourse like you get in the United States, America, or Australia, you are in big trouble when something like this happens, and it's not easy to get out if you've done something across the border. I think two hikers crossed the borders from Iraq to Iran, and now they're in trouble. That happened yesterday or the day before I saw yesterday. That. I saw that. Yeah. Crazy. So, yeah, I bring up good news or bring up bad news. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's the yin and the yang. Here's some. I have a book to recommend. This lady is. I do you ever read David Sedaris. Uh, Not that for, I know of. Well, that doesn't mean anything. It's this absurd humor. He's very, very funny. Um, this happens to be a woman who writes very much like David Sedaris or uh, all these authors who kind of. Not she's not exactly. I was thinking of Borat, but not quite that to the left. But is she? The book is called The Center of the Universe, and she writes a story. Her mother was bipolar. She grew up in a bipolar household with a brother and a sister and herself, and she was the oldest. 
Nancy Backrack. And she writes this story. It's a memoir. I mean, and they had a difficult, really horrendous. You talk about presenting a good story, really horrendous growing up, and yet she was able to look at it with humor and then describe it with humor now, 20, 30 years later. Um, her mother was bipolar. You can imagine growing up with a bipolar mother, someone who's chaotic. You never know what she's going to do next, and she considered herself the mother, the center of the universe. Right. Right? It's all making sense, yep. Yeah. Uh, but it's, I started reading this book. I hadn't quite finished it uh, when I was talking to her, but I was out on the porch. We're in um, Cape Cod, and this was in the morning, and I, Barry and I, my boyfriend, we were having breakfast on the deck, and I brought out the book, and I said, I have to read you some passages. Well, Lauren, I was laughing. I, I was crying. Laughing so hard you were crying. Isn't that the best laugh? Yeah, so you best must cry, I, I'm saying get the book. Get the book, because it's called The Center of the Universe, Nancy Backrack. She tells her story about how she coped and survived living with mental illness in the family. That sounds very dry, but it's not dry. It is just so funny. I mean, it's just absurd, drop-dead humor. She talks that her brother was born with three thumbs, and... (laughs) And the doctor literally says, no, yes, no, literally he literally. was born with okay. three th- thumbs. So the doctor goes, well, he'll never be a concert pianist. Oh, and her father okay. goes, and he'll never be a brain surgeon. Well, they removed one thumb, and he became a concert pianist and a brain no. surgeon. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yes. So you know, don't let other people define you by any means. That's a true story. That's her older brother, her middle brother. Yeah, right. brother. Ain't that the truth? Don't yeah, let other exactly. people define you. Mm-hmm. Don't let other people define you. Easy to do. I'd say, well, easy to do and easy not to do, too. E- yeah, interesting. Yeah. So anyway, that's one book that I recommend. I always have my books to recommend to you all. Uh, here's another one. It's Andrew Pesson. He's the chairman of the philosophy department at Connecticut College, and he wrote The 62nd Philosopher. You'd enjoy this one, too. Very bright guy. He was a Mansonian. Uh, he's a genius. You've seen him on Letterman. Have you ever seen the Letterman series where they have the genius, the strong man, and the fat man? No. <laughs> very Letterman. Funny. I fall asleep with Letterman. <laughs> well, he in that series, he's the genius. And then he they run around town with Dave Letterman. He has several. You can YouTube him if you want. Uh-huh. David uh, Andrew Pesson, and he runs around um, with the fat man and the strong man, and he's the genius, and they go into different restaurants and different places and introduce them, and then they have to do their shtick based on who they are. Anyway, it's very funny. I'm glad you're getting a lot of reading and, and uh, fun entertainment in this summer. Hey, I'm at Cape Cod. We've got guests coming now from now to the end. So, uh, And when's the end? The end is the middle of August. Okay, so from now till the end, you're booked. I'm booked. I'm booked. No more folks. reading Don't for you. Don't even try to get a date with me because I'm not available. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, yeah. So everybody's coming, and then you have to write rules for the house. Do you do that? I mean, I know you have a summer house as well. So do we? Let's but I don't hang out at it like you. I rent mine to make some income. But well, you know, I would never do that. <laughs> God forbid. Uh, I uh, have to have rules for everybody because people come and they stay and they wake up too early in the morning and they start banging around the kitchen or they start doing things. Wait, I want to hear your rules. What are your rules? Well, you can't do anything before 10 o'clock. 
I mean, nothing that I want to hear anyway. <laughs> you can do what you want, but I don't want to hear about it. And I don't want to hear you banging in the kitchen and banging the doors to go out and take a swim or any, you know, it has to be quiet. You know, the, uh, so you, is that the first rule, be quiet until 10 a.m.? Yeah. Okay. How's that? I mean, there aren't too many other rules. But Let me hear what else. Uh that's that's a, that's rule number one. I, I don't think you know. So rule and number two my, is follow rule number one. My bedroom is off limits except for certain people. Uh huh. <laughs> and you know who they are. Um, that's rule number two. And those are probably the primary rules. And uh, I, I can't, there really aren't any others except for you know. I mean, you have to not bring sand in and ruin the place and that kind of stuff. But I think. Uh, just the fact that you really, because you have so many different people here at the same time, and it's a beautiful house, very contemporary, very open. So, um, you know, and I used to have friends who would come, and they'd be banging around in the kitchen at 8 o'clock in the morning because that's what time they get up. Well, sure. I don't. All right, and so, and if you're going to hang out with you, then... Yeah. Got it. So if you're coming to visit, that's my main that's rule. That's your main rule. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you let the world know. Yeah, right. I... We only have about a minute left, and we're going to take a break. Lauren Deller, Blake, Catherine Sox, you're listening to VoiceAmericaVariety.com. Coming up in this next half hour is, I've got to get my stuff here, who is coming up next? Kendra Ramirez, and she's going to talk about social networking and business. She's a mantra, I've got to hear she's a mompreneur. I don't know if it's spelled, it's mompreneur, isn't it? Isn't that the way it's spelled? I usually what? hear mompreneur. Yeah, well, they have mompreneur. From Cincinnati, Ohio. Did I tell you that? No. And she's also in partnership um, with her Amy Fox, and their company is called SellMoreStore.com. So don't go away because we'll be back in a minute. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. If you want to put the pep back in your step, Chad Lafferty says just what you're looking for. Dance is life. Life is dance. It's only about dance. It's about moving through life with style, gaining awareness of the never-ending, ever-flowing movement that accompanies all of life's activities. Dance is life. Life is dance. Broadcast every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Radio Network. Be sure to tune in and tap into the limitless healing that dance can provide. Can't stop now. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Emotional intelligence has been documented to be the most important skill for a leader to move up in an organization. Leaders Playbook will unpack what emotional intelligence is, why it is important, and how you can raise your emotional intelligence for yourself, your direct reports, and your team. Join Dr. Relly Nadler every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, to the Leaders Playbook on the Voice America Business Channel. Your success, your success could depend on it. 
Go inside the world of PR with PR Insider, hosted by public relations expert Maureen Kettis. Maureen will speak to the world's highest profile PR pros from the fields of marketing, advertising, and sales. And PR Insider will feature renowned members of the media as special guests. Maureen will give you a VIP access pass, including tips and tricks to take your business to the next level. PR Insider with Maureen Kettis, sponsored by Cision, us.cision.com. Listen every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Network. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time, the number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to the Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll free number is 866 472 5788. That number again is 866 472 5788. Welcome back to the Catherine Zox Show. I'm Catherine Zox, and you're talking to Catherine Zox and Lauren Beller Blake. This morning, we're chatting with you, waiting for our guests. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all about social networking. Well, Lauren, you do a lot of social networking. I'm doing more and more of it. I'm so not claiming to be an expert, that's for sure, but I'm really learning a lot. It's, I really think, Catherine, that marketing as we know it, as we knew it, is going to be gone. I think that this new social networking is going to be the new way of getting the word out about what's going on in the world. I think you're right, but you know, I think some of that social networking, Lauren, is spilling over into other areas, which I want to address. I want to talk to you about this, because I find it kind of a problem. Um, I am getting... I get now from friends, and now friends can communicate from all over the country, which all I over have, the world, all over the world, from every person that you ever met. I am getting stuff, uh, emails from them now. Now, I mean, you do great stuff. I think what you've done, you put your stuff up, personal stuff, on a website. People can connect, right? I'm getting like every day from three or four people, they're giving me a blow by blow of what's happening with their kids and their, you know. And, See, and that's, I agree. There is, what, isn't there some etiquette there? Well, it depends on what they're using it for. So it all is about intent. Some people are using these tool, the same tools for many different things. Like I tend to use it as a tool to educate or promote something about, um, you know, Big Fish Nation or women entrepreneurship of some sort. And I think other people are using the same tools to stay in touch and to communicate with their network of friends. And it's not – so you have to either decide, is this, is this something that I want to be updated on on a regular basis? Because you can say no to that or have that not show up. So what do you do, though? What do you say? I mean, how do you not offend somebody if it's a relative or – you don't, They don't ever know that you defriended them. They don't really know. They're still on their list as friends, but you don't see it all the time. You can also stop, like on Twitter, you can stop the feed so you don't see the feed come up all the time. You can right. see, in Facebook, you can stop it so that you're not seeing the feed come up in your on your Facebook. That's Facebook and that's Twitter. But what about emails? Just basic emails, because that's what I'm referring to. So, because the whole it's not so much that they're necessarily using Twitter or Facebook, although they they may be, but. The whole, the whole kind of attitude about everybody wants to know everything about me and then emailing. I'm talking about emailing. And I'm sure, like you, we both get tons of emails every day. I mean, you've got to sort out all this stuff, right? Business I agree with that. Well, there's a time and place for it. I mean, there's definitely a time and place. I think that da- the daily updates are a little crazy. I think that's a little nuts. And why would you want to be on that list? 
And then if I have to say that I don't want, or that I, if you delete them, they know that you deleted it. I think you can also have it be sent to a spam filter so that it doesn't, it doesn't take up space in your inbox. You could also do that. And that way she would never know. But sometimes I do want to know. But right. people aren't so able to you use want your cake and eat it too. What? I said you want your cake and eat it too. Well, I, you know, I'm interested. I'm interested, but, but I not don't, so much. I mean, I have friends like they have a hobby, for instance, and every day I'm getting stuff about what they're doing. You know, I, yeah, they're enough uh, already. Yeah, it's enough. I, I am interested, but I don't need it every single so day. An update, an update on their vacation every single day as an email. But I am interested, maybe at the end, email me, tell me how. But it's, that, so it's, that's not anything that you can change because that's her. That's her behavior. You know what I mean. That's who she is. Exactly. But this gives, for people like that, and there are a lot of people like that, they, it gives them kind of a, an open-ended way of communicating with people, and I think that that's one of the kind of the downsides of all this communicating and communicating and communicating. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. There's a time and place, but you have to remember as the person on the other end, it's, they're communicating because it's who they are versus they're not thinking about the impact they're having in someone else's email box. I think that's really important to pay attention to. Like, what, how often are you asking people to click on your information? It's sort of like, you know, we have egos. We have to think about it. We have to, oh, it's a little interesting. It is interesting. Our egos come out. Our egos come out, exactly. I mean, if I emailed you every day telling you what I'm doing every day here in Cape Cod, at some point, Enough, right? You don't want to hear it every single day. Well, not really. I do have a I do have a friend, <laughs> and she she actually reminds me of you a little bit. She is reti- <laughs> she's retired though, and she travels all around the world, and she loves food. And in the winter, she goes on a ski trip, and she updates us every day with her skiing experience and the food because she eats like top notch restaurants and wherever she goes around the world for skiing. So and they're the funniest updates ever. So I don't want to miss them. And it's just for like two weeks every day. You just said something, Lauren. I think that's really important. I have, there are a couple friends. Actually, there's one, um, he's a young, uh, he was in the, band, in the Zox band. Um, and he is the singer and, the, and, and songwriter. And he writes just these incredible stories, whatever he said. He's a writer, and it's just as you're describing your friend. So when I get stuff from him, I Read love it. it. I mean, it's just... he's funny. He's funny, he's informative, all of those things. But I think people are getting so narcissistic that they think they somehow have those same talents, and they don't. And who cares? You know, they go on, they write these long things, and I, I don't care about it, unless they are, like your friend who's traveling around the world and eating at great restaurants, but the way she tells you, it's really interesting really you want funny. to hear about. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. yeah, that's different. Yeah, I agree with you. It is like, but it is, some people do it and they think they're funny, but we don't think they're funny. We don't, I think we're getting kind of as a culture, we don't discriminate. I mean, we're just kind of like, we're all out there and there's no kind, and everybody thinks, which is a good thing, what they do is important. It's important to them. It's important to their family. It's important to friends. But it's not necessarily important to the whole world. You don't kind of right, have to exactly. vomit that, up everything. That's really not what social media is about. I mean, right. I really think that social media is about using it to develop new relationships in a very different capacity than we ever have before. And that's what social media is really doing or, you know, the Internet is really doing for us. And if used properly, 
It's very powerful. All right, so give me an example. How do you use it on a daily basis? You're going to be the social media guest today. I'm not going to be the... Well, I am unfortunately falling into this category, but... um, I've been, I'm learning, and here's what I do know, is that it's one, very time-consuming, and it can totally, I could do it 24-7, it could suck me into it, and I will get nothing else accomplished. So we don't want that to happen. We really don't want that to happen. But I could totally see how it could. Um, so I'm using it really as a, to, I'm building a network of women entrepreneurs, or entrepreneurs, I should say, but women entrepreneurs in particular at the moment. And what's happening is, with Twitter, I... And Twitter is where you put in up to, I think it's 140 characters. There's a mini little blog. And I try to do it so that it's pertinent to what's going on in the day or even maybe not, but maybe in my mind, you know, it has some connection with what's going on. And then it naturally hits my blog. It naturally hits my Facebook where you have different communities that are growing all the time. So it's just a regular communication too and not just, me putting it out, but also me now reading other people's information, which is where I could really get sucked in. And as I get reading other people's information, I can respond and now start a conversation with someone that I never in a million years would have known. Can you translate that into to, to money? I mean, do you translate it? Can you actually I can't sit down yet. at the end of the month and say, okay, I've done this and this and this in terms of Twitter or Facebook? or? The I can't media? yet personally, but I know people all over the world are. And I'm... I'm at the, I want next week, and we could talk about this next week. I want next week to do my first Twitter. Um, what am I calling it? It's it's going to be a contest where people are going to put a question out there that's relative or relevant to women business ownership, and in 15 minutes, whoever answers is going to be put in a drawing to win a discount to our year-long program. Great idea. All right, so that's very specific. Now you're talking. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm trying different ideas because I'm just I'm intrigued by it. Yeah, I think yeah, well, I think you just hit on something. You have to be now. You're very specific. You know, you do this. I'm advertising this, and this is what you're going to get. Exactly, and I think people do respond to that. They want. They need very specific, very um, concrete, step by step. This is what you have to do, and then next week we're going to, you know, I'll share the rules, and then at a certain point in the week we'll do the drawing. And some people are actually doing the drawing and putting it on podcasts and showing the podcast. I'm not going to do all that. Yeah. It's a little bit. But I do. Some people, those podcasts are really powerful. I've not gotten into the podcast yet because it means I have to put on makeup and do my hair every time. Yeah, I know. This is, oh, oh on Sirius Radio, I just saw that now they're going, you can watch them on YouTube. You can watch them do the radio. Like Paula Abdul has a has a. Oh, that radio. makes sense. Well, I don't know if it makes sense. One well, thing I about can see radio them using it. It's a great use of it. What? It's a great use of it. It is and it isn't. People listen to people on the radio and they love to hear their voice and they like to, to uh, they really don't want to associate their voices necessarily with a face. If you ever looked at some of these people, it, it, it's, they, they're great for radio. Even, I don't, I'm talking about whether they're good looking or not good looking, but uh, not Dr. Joyce Brothers, but who's that other one, the very conservative one? I can't remember her name. She's tiny. She's blonde. She's a... Uh, a psychologist, she answers questions on the air, big-time radio, doctor, it's like doctor somebody or other. And she's a major, major, major radio host who is answers questions. She got had a television like Dr. show. Dr. Laura? What? Dr. Dr. Laura. Is that who you're thinking? Yep. Wow, I'm good. Yeah, you're good. Dr. Laura. I didn't and think that that's who you were talking about. She's attractive. She's, a, you know, she's... Uh, definitely, yeah. Well, 
she went on television? Yeah, she's so, yeah, and she's been doing it for a long time. Television did not work for her. That was it. But it was she got yeah, she had very poor ratings. The media of television is very different than the media of radio. I agree with that, especially now that we have HD. Yeah. Some people can do it, some people can't. And sometimes it, it's just, it's people, so it's not necessarily, it would be interesting, a good thing. I mean, a serious radio, Howard Stern. I listen to Howard. I don't watch his show on television. I think it's on very late at night, um, Bravo or one of those channels. But I listen to him all the time. Yeah. And so it's. It's different to listen to somebody than to, and that's, again, social media has its place. In other words, I am seeing it starting to merge. Like, you can, there's recorded teleclasses, now there's recorded podcasts. You know, the other one that's booming is YouTube. It's booming. Everybody's on YouTube. Everybody's on YouTube. So how do you discriminate? Let's talk about how do you discriminate. We have 30 seconds to go. We should be hearing some, yeah, so we're going to take a break. How do you discriminate? You don't want to see everybody on YouTube, on the radio, and on television. I'm Catherine Zotz, except you do want to see me and Lauren Beller-Blake. But we are on VoiceAmericaVariety.com. Thanks for being with us this morning. And don't go away because we have lots more to talk about. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Go inside the world of PR with PR Insider, hosted by public relations expert Maureen Kettis. Maureen will speak to the world's highest profile PR pros from the fields of marketing, advertising, and sales. And PR Insider will feature renowned members of the media as special guests. Maureen will give you a VIP access pass, including tips and tricks to take your business to the next level. PR Insider with Maureen Kettis, sponsored by Cision, us.cision.com. Listen every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Network. Is it really true that nearly half of all marriages end in divorce? Get the answers to this and other questions about relationships on Relationship Radio with Jim Duzak. The program's devoted to marriage, divorce, midlife dating, and men-women relationships in general. Jim and his guest experts will have plenty of information, insights, and advice for you, all as part of a lively and wide-ranging discussion about today's relationships. You can listen Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, for Relationship Radio with Jim Duzak on Voice America. Inside all of us lives a warrior. We win battles with our careers, our finances, our children, our pets. It's time that the warrior within wins the battles with our own being. Modern-day Renaissance man Ori Hoffmeckler dispels eating urban legends and fitness myths in Voice America Network's The Warrior Within, your guide to nutrition, energy, sex, and survival. Ori sets the record straight and will help you become leaner and healthier for a lifetime. The Warrior Within broadcasts live every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Tune in for your guide to nutrition, energy, sex, and survival. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're 
listening to The Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. Catherine Zox and Lauren Beller-Blake. We're back on VoiceAmericaVariety.com. Thanks so much for joining us this morning, everyone, on this early morning, Wednesday morning. I uh, didn't get a chance to go out and go swimming, Lauren, by the way, because I know your lake is drying up, but the ocean here hasn't dried up yet. So <laughs> That's I can a good sign. Get the out there and drying go up swimming. And, yeah, my hair is blonde. You should see me gorgeous. Are you really? Well, I'm not really gorgeous. I just think I am. I'm one of I mean, are you really blonde is what I meant. Yeah. Oh, I am. I'm really blonde. I've been sitting out there in that sun, the sun that we don't have any uh, an ozone layer left. So, uh, I'm more about the global warming issues. And the glo- the whole thing. It's hot as hell. The sun is burning. My hair is burned into a yellow crisp. Not that attractive. Oh, God, that's funny. And I swim with the fish because there's nothing left in the lake. There's hardly any water left, just fish. There's well, we, I swim with the minnows, but I'm always aware. I have to tell you, I'm always thinking, do you think there's a shark in the area? I'm sure there isn't, but I never go in there without thinking, because sometimes they have those sharks that only swim like six. It's true. You know, very close to shore, right? You don't have to worry about sharks. No, but I worry about gator gars, alligator gars, and they're as big as me. So. What's an alligator gar? Alligator gar, it looks like an alligator head, and it's a fish body, and they're five feet long. Oh, that's disgusting. I know, but it's true. I swim with them. I'm not exaggerating. I've been swimming with them. They don't hurt me. They've never hurt me, thank goodness. I, I don't stop kicking once I get in. Would you spell it? Oh, I have to. What, what is alligator, it? just like alligator. Gar, G-A-R. Look it up. Is it one word? Two words, I believe. Yeah, you'll see pictures. Look so for, what kind of, what are they? Are they a reptile or are they a, a fish. fish? It's a fish. Definitely I, a fish. Big <laughs> fish. A primitive ray-thinned fish, yeah. unlike other gars. I don't even know any other gars. This is the only gar I know, that you just the mature alligator gar. That is, yes, And they never stop growing. They, when they're born, they're tiny, and then they grow till they die. They never stop growing. So they're bigger, bigger, between 5 and 6 feet and 200 and 300 pounds they could get to. Now, that's a huge one, but that's, they don't, probably don't live that long. So, Lauren, where are these? I mean, I know they're in your lake. They're in our lake. I think they're in warmer waters. I mean, our lake is probably 90 degrees right now. I'm not exaggerating. Can you eat them? I wouldn't eat them. It's an alligator. It's a fish. I don't know. I know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if I was hungry, maybe I would. Well, maybe don't eat them. Use them as a pocketbook or shoes. (laughs) Alligator shoes are very expensive. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's funny. I've never checked out their scales, you know, to see how beautiful it is because I don't really want to get that close. Well, here, I just saw something that says the reviled alligator gar has experienced a trash-to-trophy renaissance. So now people are, like, into alligator gars as sportsmen discover the thrill of hunting the huge beasts. So, <laughs> they are huge, I'm telling you. So you have sharks. I have alligator gars. We all have something. Predators are everywhere. I learned something today. Usually I so feel glad. like I'm always the one to, not on the show, but I'm like this, trying to tell, I'm always trying to teach people. Not on the show, well, on the show as well, but and so do you. We both do. But I learned something. I never heard of an alligator gar. And you've been on the lake with alligator gars because you've been here and been on a boat with them. Yeah, well, do they upset boats? No, they're not that. They're very um, aloof. So they don't want to be near you if, if they have no desire, like, to 
eat you, or because alligators are treacherous. Have you ever been an alligator? Yeah, well, alley? that has all those, um, you know, those stories in Florida about alligators eating kids. You know, yeah, yeah. those are they're very they're vicious. I mean, crocodiles are too. They're in the same family, and they're ugly. Well, be careful the next time you're. <laughs> you're making me laugh. <laughs> Stay away from the alligator gars. And the sharks, yeah. It's you know we started the show talking about all the cha- the challenging news issues, and I guess it's just part of being alive, isn't it? That there's always going to be predators and bad news. But if we look at just that, then we're in trouble. We need to look at the good things too. Yes, we do. We have to be discriminating. What's uh, you know you were talking about? You said everybody's on YouTube. Do we say that? I can't remember if we said that during the break or on the show. But we were talking about everybody's emailing, Facebooking, Twittering. IMing and whatever forms of communication they want to, we've all become this kind of like narcissistic society. Uh, a friend of mine says everybody's just vomiting up their stuff, and that's good for them, but it's not necessarily something that we, because it, it gets it out, it's cathartic, great, but does everybody else have to hear or see it? So if everybody's on YouTube, how do you discriminate, like, what do you watch on YouTube? What do you watch? Who do you watch? Oh, you know what I watch? I watch the funny baby videos. They crack me up, and people are always sending me to them, you know, sending me one, and then Sierra wants to watch it, and we save it. And so we say, Mommy, I want to watch that funny movie of the baby laughing at the ripped newspaper. So we save it, and we watch them, and they're two or three minutes long, and Sierra and I roll, you know, laugh, laugh, laugh. She loves it. That's what that, I want. Because, yes, and because she's a baby, she can identify. She loves it. Yeah. So, all right, so that's that's very specific, you know. I mean, that's like going to film. I don't spend much other time. That's all I do. What do you do? On YouTube? Yeah. I'll tell you what I do. If I'm going to interview somebody for the show, I will now go to YouTube to see whether or not they've done how they what shows they've been on or I can see them uh, you know face to face and uh, to be honest sometimes when I see them I maybe won't have them on the show it's not always a positive thing I hear you I agree with that uh, and and that I, and I'm I might have had them if I hadn't really had seen the YouTube well I agree I do think YouTube has there's a time and place for it I have a YouTube video of me doing a little presentation and I don't really like it we have to update it we need some we need some new footage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need a new videographer. You need somebody really good. Well, that's, that's the whole the other, other thing. thing, is people think that you can do this and just, you know, sit in front of your webcam, and it's not. It's so not the same, but people do it all the time. People, well, that's the other thing. Everybody's video and filming, too, and and because they think that they're filmmakers and they're videographers, and they're not. They're not. And people, they're not, they're not, they're not. And... Because we all have access now to video cameras and and, and we have access to uh, just regular cameras. It doesn't have to be a video camera, still camera. So we take pictures and we want to show them to everybody, and nobody wants, and not everybody wants to see them. Hey, are we going to have a guest on this show? I think so. Yeah. So somebody's trying to call in. Um, I will announce her. This, we're going to be talking about. She has a virtual bit. We can. Terry Brooks, right, Terry? Yes. Okay, Terry Brooks is going to be calling in, and her website is avirtualbiz.com. 
She should be online in a moment. Yeah, so she's a virtual. Everybody's virtual also. And she's a social media expert. She's doing some big things nationally with social media right now. Oh, terrific. That's great. So how long has she been doing it? Oh, uh, couple, I would say probably six months to a year, which is interesting because uh, they had really a short amount of time to become experts. It's a brand new thing, you know, this whole social media thing. How long has Facebook been at the thing? Six months, maybe? Yeah. I, I'd say within the past year, the whole thing is snowballed because I went to this big program at Boston University Schools Communications because I graduated from BU, and that was in the fall, and this professor was doing all this stuff on Twittering, yep. and it was still kind of new. I mean, people were in awe about what he could do Twittering. Twittering. Right. Yeah. Twitter to me is amazing. I At first, I didn't get it. It took me a while. Now I get it. Oh, I've, yeah, I've seen your Twitters. I love your Twitters. You Twitter you well. You're a... <laughs> Thank you. That surprises me. Thank you for that feedback. Well, they're very succinct. They're very to the point. Not a lot of stuff. This is what it is because that's who you are. It is really who I am. And it is who you are. That's that what I like helps. about you. It helps. It, helps. Yeah, it does, and, and it's reflected in your Twittering. Interesting. Yeah, it definitely is. You go right down the line. There it is. This is that. And so people can do what they want. Read it, and it's very succinct, and, yeah, it does. It reflects you. Interesting. Well, I do think that it's helpful the more bottom line you can be in Twittering, the better you're off you're going to be. I also think I love the whole thing where someone Twitters, they say one thing, and then they sort of give, like, step by step so you have to follow them throughout the day. I think that's smart because now you're looking for them versus reading one thing and being done with that tweet for the day. Yeah, so it's not kind of random stuff. And what would you tell your daughter? I mean, you have a daughter. You have this young woman, soon to be, but uh, and in terms of all this social networking stuff, in terms she's of going to be informing me because I think by the time she's using it, which you know, give her five years, she's three, um, she'll be using it. Um, she's already walking around with a cell phone attached to her head, sort of. You know, she does that already. So interesting. But I think it will be a whole different beast then. I, don't, I mean, she's going to be educating me on how to use it. I yeah, think. it will totally be different. We have Terry here. She can talk to us too. Terry Brooks, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Great to have you. And you are, we can go to your website, at, or listeners can go to your website at virtualbiz.com. Well, Lauren and I have been talking about social networking, social media, all the stuff, and she said you are the expert. So tell us. Terry, your business is virtualbiz.com. What do you do with social networking and social media? Well, I train folks on how to use social media for their business, uh, from blogging to Twitter to Facebook to YouTube, and uh, just how to really bring it all together to make it one big online marketing strategy to boost their business. And so do you have – this is what I had asked Lauren earlier – Direct results. I mean, are there direct results? You go in, you go to an individual, you go to a company, you teach them or show them or train them is what you're saying. Can they put that into the bottom line in terms of dollars? I did so much Twittering one month and this is I made this much more money? Well, with social networking, it's more of a return on influence more so as far as gauging than return on investment. You will see the return on investment later as the dollars start to roll in, but it's more of your return on the influence of how you are influencing people through social networking because social media sites truly are about relationship building and you have to build that relationship online because folks are not going to be able to sit down across the desk from you and discuss things 
they have to truly take you for what you look like online and what you say online to be true and factual. So you have to build even a stronger relationship online than you do just face-to-face. All right, we're going to take a short break, and we're coming up because I have a question to you about that. Uh, creating a relationship online, not seeing somebody face-to-face. How can you really do that? We're talking to Terry Brooks, and her website is avirtualbiz.com. Lauren Delarbelay, Catherine Zox, co-host on voiceamericavariety.com. Don't go away. We'll be back in a minute. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Total career success. What does it mean to you? Voice America presents a radio program dedicated to help you achieve your career goal. Even in times of economic uncertainty, you can achieve your financial goals. Whether you're a college grad, new in the working environment, or a top-level executive, you will benefit from the practical and proven advice on job search and career advancement. Join Ken and Cheryl Dawson every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, for Total Career Success on Voice America. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Want to have behind-the-scenes access to some of the greatest minds of today? On Shift in Action, we feature leading-edge innovators who are building a more conscious, sustainable, and healthy culture. Host Stephen Dynan offers live shows with evolutionary leaders such as Deepak Chopra, Van Jones, and others who are creating new paradigms for conscious living. You can keep your finger on the pulse of the latest frontier work with our weekly transmission of inspired wisdom on Shift in Action, broadcast live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. We're back. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone. It is the Catherine Zox Show. My co-host Lauren Beller Blake and I are talking to Terry Brooks this morning on VoiceAmericaVariety.com. Terry is uh, well. She does all kinds of things, but her business, and you can go to her business website at www.avirtualbiz.com. Her business is social networking, and I got, I got so many questions for her. And in case if you are just joining us, you haven't heard her yet. I will give you a chance to hear her. But before she was talking with that southern accent, um, everybody can recognize it, Terry. So where are you from? I am from just north of Knoxville, Tennessee, home of the Volunteers. <laughs> How did you get there? How did you get to Knoxville, Tennessee? Were you born there? I was born here. <laughs> I did. 
<laughs> I was born in Maine, so, you know, we're, it's like opposite ends of the spectrum. But anyway, yeah, like your accent, i got to get to know. I have never been to Tennessee. But, um, all right, so we're talking about social networking, and I think you mentioned two things, right, Lauren? One thing that you mentioned, I asked you, can you, you know, you're Twittering, um, and can and can you get, can people that, in business really see a return on their investments that they've Twittered for a month. And you said not necessarily or not in the beginning, but you get a return on influence. Let's talk more about that because that leads into other stuff. What is a return on influence? What do you mean? Well, the return on influence is how people perceive you online. When they see your name pop up in their news feed, for example, on Facebook, or they see Twitter posts that you've uh, put out there, how do they how do they see you? What is your influence? Are they, you know, ready to click and see what you have to say or they're like, I eh, don't know them, so move on. That kind of thing. So you really look for that return on influence because it really doesn't matter what you say if people are not reading it. But what about this, Terry? And I don't know if you feel this way, Lauren, but sometimes I feel that like I don't I don't, I get sick of them. You know how I have a short attention span? I mean, I, it, it's like, okay, I see you, I see you, I see you, but what are you really going to do for me? You have to do something for me. Otherwise, I get sick of seeing you up there all the time. How do you respond to that? Well, I agree with that in certain respects. There are a lot of people who really are out there, they're, a lo- you know, out there a lot, but they don't say anything. They yeah. don't give good There's quality no information. So that is another key of your online marketing strategy for social networking. You have to give good information, quality information that will drive people to say, "Oh, I want to know what she says," or "I want to know, I want to hear more of what he's talking about." You have to stay connected with, you know, your industry or your niche, and really stay in line with all of the the things that are coming down the pipeline that happen in that area, so that you can then share it looking as if, you know, you're the expert, which you are because you stay in touch with your industry. Yeah, you just said it, Terry, quality information. And if you can't back it up with quality information, then don't keep sending me stuff. And I think that that's real. And I think that many people lose sight of that, that they aren't, they just think just by being out there, seeing their name, that uh, other people are going to want to do business with them. But you still have to have the quality information, quality counts, just as if you were doing a brick-and-mortar business-type marketing plan. Um, so here's another one. You mentioned this. Uh, online branding, uh, is, you said that's key for doing business. What, what is online branding and how can it work for us if we want to do that or get involved in online branding for our company? Okay. Well, online branding is uh, is basically, and I, I'm doing a presentation tomorrow, and my first slide is if you haven't secured your name and your organization's name in all of these social networking sites such as Twitter and Facebook, LinkedIn, even your domain name, if you don't have, you know, like I don't have terrybrooks.com, and it's taken. Oh, wow. But if you don't have that, then, you know, Jump online right now and secure those, even if you're not ready to to be on Twitter, even if you're not ready to be on Facebook, because what will happen, someone else, like exactly what happened to me with the domain name, someone else now has terrybrooks.com. How do I know what they're going to use that for? If I'm trying to brand myself so that people will recognize my name quickly and terrybrooks.com ends up being 
something that I'm not comfortable with, you know, then it's really going to make me work harder to say that's not my site. My site is this or whatever. So the branding part, whatever you brand, whether it's your organization or your personal name, you need to secure that information or those those IDs and, and um, domain names so that people will quickly know if they see that, that that's you. And that's just part of the branding piece. Oh, Terry, that is terrifying. I mean, that's really scary. And people out there who have names like Susie Smith or Bob Jones, or uh, you better really follow your advice and get out there and, and uh, get your <laughs> brand name out there. Seriously, that's, I, I never thought of that. Did you, Lauren? I mean, that is the, that's really important. It is branding. very important. Yeah. So tell us, you, you, you mentioned a little bit during the break you were going to do talk about the importance of branding and the, this uh, particular lecture that you're going to give has to do with uh, helping to, uh, this is a group or I, I assume, I don't know if it's the one you're doing tomorrow, about um, branding in order to get donors to mm-hmm. donate monies, which is really important because we're in tough times, economic times, and so this would be something that I think would uh, be real helpful. Tell us about that. Well, you know, as far as nonprofit organizations go, Social networking is just a gift. It's a gift to them because it's free. And having a, a nonprofit background myself as a, a previous executive director, I know how tight budgets are. So for for nonprofits to really jump in and take a hold of this social networking thing, I mean, it's just a no-brainer. They need to establish a a presence for their organization, but then they need to establish a presence for each person in their shop to, uh, you know, kind of take a spin off of Zappos. I don't know if either of you follow Zappos on Twitter. It's a at Z-A-P-P-O-S in their shoe store. Well, they have a Zappos company Twitter, you know, ID, but then every person that works at Zappos has a Bob at Zappos or John at Zappos or Sue at Zappos, and they elect, they you know, they talk about Zappos. Well, my goodness, you can see all kinds of things coming through about Zappos, about their sales, about their, uh, you know, the, the newest shoe they've got coming off the line. Nonprofits can do the same thing. Each person at, you know, nonprofit, whoever, Sally at nonprofit, she can talk about her special event or that they've got their annual campaign coming up or uh, they're, they're looking for volunteers or if it's, you know, like a food bank, we really need some canned foods. Can you, you know, help us out here or whatever it may be. So to utilize that in that way with a nonprofit is is really powerful. And, again, and what it does is, it, you just addressed another issue, it personalizes the whole thing. Because if you can talk to John or Sue or Barbara Bill at Zappos, it makes it much more personal. It's a family. It's a business. It's a family. I mean, it makes it a family business kind of thing. And I think that makes it much more palatable. I mean, wanting to do business virtually uh, when you have the, that's a great idea with the individuals, don't you? I, that's, that's, and, and the idea, obviously, that nonprofits don't have to spend any money. And here's the opportunity to get out there and get branded. All right, we have just one minute left. So give us, talk about branding, Terry Brooks, Terry Brooks from Tennessee, a virtualbiz.com, your website. Anything else that we need to know if we want to get in touch with you? Follow me at a virtual biz on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Follow and, Terry. And can and, we see you on YouTube? 
And on YouTube, I'm on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash social media training. Great. Thanks so much for being on the show today, Terry. Thank you. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, too. Lauren Beller-Blake, my co-host, Catherine Zox, VoiceAmericaVariety.com. It's the Catherine Zox Show. I hope you all had a great day, and um, we'll see you next week. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of The Catherine Zox Show. You can listen live every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. Want to know more about Catherine? Visit her website at www.catherinezox.com. Be sure to join us next week for more interviews and great conversations with Catherine Zox. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.